Hi, I'm Matt Southam. Welcome to the Stretch Zone podcast, where each week we get together with entrepreneurs, business owners and professionals to discuss their experiences in pushing to reach their goals and what principles we can apply in our own lives in order to learn, grow and succeed. Uh, welcome to the Stretch Zone podcast. Um, really pleased that my guest today is Paul Goldsmith from Gold Society. Paul, firstly, thank you for joining me today. Pleasure. Yeah, good, good. Um, we're going to talk about analytics, data, KPIs, how that all implements within a business and, and how you use it uh, within your business and mm. how you feel other people can use it within their business. But first of all, for people that don't know you, tell us a bit about you, your background, your business, what it is, is you do. So, uh, so my name is obviously Paul Goldsmith. Uh, I run a, I'm director of a business called Goldstraw IT Consultancy. Uh, we've been running about four years, um, specialising in the Zoho market. Um, but my actual background, I've been in IT almost 20 odd years, uh, working literally from starting off as putting PCs on people's desks right the way through to becoming like an IT manager, uh, operations manager, and kind of running uh, essentially um, systems for businesses of anything the region of say 100 users to 4,500 users. Wow. Um, so some, some kind of really interesting points of view, um, some really kind of uh, good fun stuff. Uh, I think one of the major things that I've seen over the course of my years is actually data, yeah. is how data is driven, how data is recorded and so obviously with the kind of the new, many of the new products out there we can actually really start digging into that data a lot more and connect it in so that's kind of where that's what I'm here for today. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, because I, I suppose, um, I don't just thought about this, but we've seen it so big with the social media networks, how they use data and how they collect data mm. um, on everyone else. And, and probably not a lot of us think about that as a, a social network is actually a, a data mm. sort of mine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really important that I think well, we're going to talk about the yeah, business. Yeah, so, um, so obviously, like, you know, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your kind of like, even Uber as well. Um, essentially, they run um, essentially a lot of the pricing you get. So, for example, Facebook is free for the individual, but actually, what you are, you're a commodity. You are, you're, you are a data point, you are a data mind. So, you are, say, for example, your name, your where you are, where you go, how you do it, what you do, how you really like to do, what posts you do, all these kind of different interactions you have within that website is actually available for advertisers to then market to you. So your interests are actually obviously really important to the marketers. And then also it comes down to the point of view that kind of they also have integrations with things like Experian, things like that. So they can actually also start bringing in financial data points as well to start understanding what your average wage is, what your average spend is, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, the basic level, you know, the, the, you, you mentioned, you know, if the product is free, then actually mm. you're, the, you're the product. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we see this, actually, it just reminded me of uh, something that happened to me a couple of years ago, obviously, I've got young children and things like that. If you've got a Tesco's club card mm. and you do your shopping in Tesco's, they know what you're buying. And therefore, as soon as we started buying nappies mm. and wipes and things like that, they were able to sell that data that actually we've got young children in the house and absolutely. then we get marketed for, no, Absolutely, for that. and actually Tesco's Club Card was one of the big and number one of the first yeah. um, companies that actually drive, drive, drive that um, kind of that thought process in terms of data driving and kind of like yeah. people being data points and being able to remarket to them. Because ultimately today, nowadays, I hate being sold to. Everyone hates being sold to, but in <laughs> yeah. terms of like... Well, we love if, to buy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone wants to buy what they want to buy. Yeah. And it's kind of like the kind of the, the, the problem and also kind of the, the kind of the challenge for marketers like yourselves is actually now to kind of think about, okay, how do we um, 
not look like we're selling, but actually find people that are interested in selling. Um, and I think that's really an important point now is because that people are becoming much more targeted. Yeah. Business has been becoming more targeted. I mean, I've seen some companies now within the, the closing the retail business is where you can actually literally, you can go into a store if they already know you and they'll welcome you. It also kind of start putting um, dresses against you or kind of like clothes against you, whatever that might be. And kind of like, these are suggested items. When I, mean, I used to have another, I used to have an account with um, <coughs> like a clothing company obviously don't anymore um, but um, <laughs> so basically in terms of where they used to kind of suggest certain trends and if you kind of like that you put in your initial like your, your weight your kind of all your different measurements and they would kind of start suggesting different things different items to you and as they got to know you they'll send better things to you and yeah. suggest better things which also means that it's more targeted and you have more chance of selling and, more, and that company has more chance of selling to me so the actual conversion rate increases which yeah. all businesses need yeah yeah and that leads us nicely onto what we yeah, had talked about so how do you use analytics data kpis etc in your business and how that sort of drives you know your funnel and yeah so rate? um so so within our business what we do is we do so what we specialize in, we actually go into businesses and actually help them with understanding what they're trying to achieve, look at their systems, put in what's classed as CRM system, do another podcast about that. It's a whole yeah. other conversation <laughs> about that. But um, basically trying to understand um, all the different areas. So you've got your marketing area, you've got your sales area, you've got the kind of the production piece and actually the business is doing the work. Then you've got the financial side of things, which obviously the invoicing, how long the invoicing coming out, that kind of thing. And then you've got the support, which is like the aftercare side of things once you've produced that particular product or that service, whatever that might be. Then you've got the kind of like the support, the aftercare support in terms of like the people coming back for more things or kind of tweaks to that or whatever that might be. Yeah. And then underlying that, you've also got like your HR, your kind of the people process like tracking your time, tracking kind of time shifts, obviously holiday, all these kind of things, and start looking at trends. And underlying all of that, we have a product called Zoho Analytics, which essentially looks at the whole holistic view of all that. And we can pull in all the different data points in, and we can start creating lots of in really interesting reports around that. So things like, um, <coughs> for example, how long, does it take, how long does it take for somebody from the north, so up the north, um, yeah, someone, yeah. Say, say for example someone from Liverpool yeah. to buy compared to someone from say Hastings that would okay. buy? Yeah. Like how long does it take them? And then if you're looking at that point of view and looking for the source, where they came from, was it from Facebook, was it from Twitter, was it from marketing, was it from an ad on the paper, whatever that is, how we track that information, we track that and we also then we track our timesheets. So for example, for our projects, we look at how long our projects take. Okay. So we might have a big project, say, takes three weeks. When we look at that three-week project, once we've completed it, we then look at what we priced it at, what our time took, and we, I can split that down to the minute detail in terms of what different sections that person actually spent the time on. Yeah. And then we can reassess what we've done and whether we made a profit from that particular project. If we didn't, Fair enough, let's look at it. Why didn't we? What sections need to be tweaked slightly for the next project? And this, what's class is like continuous improvement. Yeah. But using okay. actual data points to help us with that. Yeah. I guess going back a little bit, that was really interesting <coughs> what you said about the, the sort of leads to conversion, sort of length of time. And I guess, mm. you know, for marketeers, we want data to, to you know, understand that sales funnel. So we need to know how many leads we're getting and what's our, mm. you know, how they move down that funnel. And I guess, you know, by knowing the data on, if you get a lead, um, you know, what percentage 
actually convert into a absolutely and also how long they take because if 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 you know certain whether it's an industry Mm. or an area if you know a certain industry takes six weeks whereas other industries only take two you know and and you're tracking your your financials and you're looking okay we've got a bit of a you know cash flow issue coming up and that we need some quick turnaround of cash where are we going to advertise you look at who yeah, absolutely, and and we do we do that with many businesses actually. One one specific business that spends have, have quite a, quite a large a very large spend on lots of different uh, channels, and um, and when we started kind of looking at the analytics and we kind of were using Google AdWords for example, and kind of just kind of pick an example where they were looking at different cities, so they were looking at um, they were advertising in the different cities. They had Google AdWords specifically for different cities and they started looking at kind of how that worked. And then what they realized that the particular cities, they got no conversion. So for example, they might convert more in London compared to Bristol. So they would pump more money into London because their conversion rate, they knew what their conversion rate, what their actual cost of, I forget the word, but essentially what, what the cost of actually that customer to come through yeah, cost, is. Cost, cost of acquisition. Cost, cost of acquisition, yeah. exactly. So that cost of acquisition is lower in London than Bristol. So they actually put more money in London to actually turn that round and that also turned more money. Yep. That created more revenue. And that meant that actually then they can concentrate more in terms of why Bristol wasn't actually, for example, creating as much. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is what's really interesting is you can actually understand what the gestation period is. So when I say gestation period, it sound, maybe kind of sound like a crude word, but kind of like, <laughs> well, how long, how long does it take before a client actually buys from you? Because that's yeah. really, really important. I mean, for our business, it can be anything between three to six months. Um, and that really depends on the kind of what kind of industry you're in. It might also be what size of business it is, and we can kind of track all of that as well. Yeah. So when you start understanding, um, say for example yourselves, if you're kind of working at say one particular business in Hastings, they know you. They you've yes. already kind of had that yeah. brand awareness. You kind of like kind of built that rapport with them, and they might buy from you quicker. Whereas someone from London might be know, know you, and it might take longer. Yeah, but you don't know that. that. You kind of that's a exactly that's kind of a finger in the air. Not sure, but actually we can give you the stats to help you understand that. Yeah, look at look at the size of a business, and actually, yes, yeah, a, a smaller business with one stakeholder, it's just their decision. Mm. As, as you go, you know, further up the field, Absolutely. there's a number of people involved yeah. in the decision who might only have monthly meetings or bi-monthly mm. meetings as, as a leadership team, mm. and therefore you know, so you can just schedule in. Yeah, and also that kind of works throughout the entire process. So not only just the marketing and the sales, but also then comes down to the financial side of things as well. So how long does it take for them to actually pay an invoice, like we've been speaking before recently? So it's kind of like, how long does it take a client to pay an invoice? Well, okay, we put our terms in 14 days, but actually larger clients might take 30, might take 60, might take 90, whatever that might be. But then you actually then can look at that as a project basis and go, okay, well, I now know that's going to cost more. So let's think about putting a bit of a retainer in there in terms of like in our project price to the larger customers so that we can manage our cash flow a little bit better or kind of we need to give them the invoices slightly differently so our process is slightly different for larger customers and whatever that might be you may break it down and but by having that information allows you to kind of make those choices yeah the information is really important yes, yeah absolutely. i mean it, you know i mean the financials are the obvious one and, and the marketing we've already touched on that but marketing is just a sort of trial and trial and error yeah, and you've exactly. got to test things and, and, and yeah, get the data and if i if i could say to someone you know for every pound you spend with me you'll get two pound back mm. you'd you'd find you'd go and borrow money wouldn't you yeah exactly so, but actually it doesn't work like that and it, you know something like google adwords you've got to look at the different mm. 
you know, what's converting. Um, and Google are really good at providing mm. analytics, actually, to you for that, mm -hmm. but, it, but it's understanding. Yeah, and it's, kind of, it's, it's not just, for example, Google AdWords, because like, you might, do, might want to do print, you might want to do yep. like, a newspaper, you might want to do email letters, whatever it might be. You might want to do events. Um, a lot of companies we're working with now actually do a lot of events, and they don't really know what the kind of like the, the kind of what the conversion rate is. So we're kind of we're helping them understand what that conversion rate is, and helping them understand what that first touch point was and what that last touch point was. So they might actually touch you, they might kind of like come to you on Facebook, chat to your messenger, and then maybe kind of go off, and then you might put a blog out there and be like, oh, okay, I remember MJS, and then go on to MJS and then go through. It's that and nurturing through it's the that funnel. nurturing, through absolutely. The funnel. But then yeah. it's kind of understanding where those kind of that first point of a touch was, and then kind of the last touch, and then kind of understanding what that kind of conversion was. And then if there's a way of doing it in a, in a kind of more statistical way, it helps. Yeah. Okay, so we've spoken quite a lot about lots of different mm. KPIs and analytics mm -hmm. and data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone listening, you know, might just feel data a bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. if, if there were three or if there were five KPIs yeah, yeah. you think all business should track, I mean, you mentioned financials, so yeah. I think, you know, it, 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 we say it's a given, but I don't think it is. Absolutely. Uh, but I think be. it's really important mm, that all business mm. owners understand their break even point um, and, you know, yeah, so where they fit in on that. Five data points are really difficult, being an absolute. Data geek uh, in this is really difficult, but ultimately, um, if you look at the funnel, if you look at the funnel at the front end, um, you have to know where your leads are coming from. Um, so you have to know your marketing. You've got to know. So like work with you guys, you would understand. They would your clients understand. They get a report in terms of what the kind of extra likes. Kind of like the kind of the conversion rate, start and understand yep. that kind of piece. So, I'd definitely say the KPIs would be like how many leads coming through. Yep. Um, and among that, within that particular KPI, you might probably want to understand the industry, the lead source. So, lead source essentially is where did it come from? Was it Facebook or kind of any other kind of the, the natural channels? Or if it wasn't one, let's think about where it was. Um, the other thing is obviously the sales funnel. So, when you get that opportunity to sell, what are the kind of how long does it take? Yeah, and then kind of, and then the <clears throat> I think one thing that many people forget about is the losses. Understand the losses. Why, say for example, if you've got a lead that's come through, a hundred leads come through, you only can convert to say fifty that become an opportunity to sale, and from that you only get twenty. What is happening to other thirty? Because yeah. that is kind of like low-hanging fruit that you can like literally might be kind of it might be a pricing, it might be kind of location, it might just be kind of the kind of company you are. But then that might allow you to retarget to different companies or different different customers to actually match that right. So then that's the second one. Third one, absolutely finance. You've got to know. Uh, and I'd definitely say actually the the different size of business will depend on what kind of KPIs they want. Yeah. So I mean. One KPI I absolutely love to see is my cash flow. Yeah. I love seeing my cash flow because <laughs> I love knowing how much money I don't have yeah. and how much I might have <laughs> until, yeah, I, yeah. until I reinvest <laughs> in the marketing. Um, but it's kind of like that. That's really core cool for small businesses yes. to actually understand where the cash is going so you don't run out of money. Um, so many businesses fail very quickly because of that. Um, obviously, invoices. How much is outstanding? But many of the kind of the like kind of the zeros, your QuickBooks, your Zoho books of this world, will actually really give you that, and that's kind of yeah. really nice. Um, and then kind of like the overall thing is, how long does it take? How long does it take from the first first contact 
to actually getting that invoice paid. Yeah. That's a really, really um, obvious one when people say it, um, but no one ever looks at it because you go, oh, great, I've got a lead. Well, great, you've got a lead, but how long until they buy from you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're struggling now, you know, you could be out of business. Absolutely. So the, some more work exactly. Actually, you've only got the work once the invoice is paid. Exactly. And that's kind of where we, at the beginning, we struggled because we didn't know how long that gestation period was. Yeah. So if your business that takes maybe a year between um, if you're in construction, it takes, uh, architect comes to you and says, like, okay, let's do this. Um, but then it takes two years for them to actually give you the order. <laughs> you, yes. you might have yeah. 200 leads, doesn't matter because you've got no money. Um, I mean, ultimately yeah. that's key. Yeah. Um, and I think some of the other key elements in terms of depending on what kind of business you are, um, if you're a product business, it's going to be a stock. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, kind of what best, what's your best stock that sells kind of as a KPI. Um, and if you're a service industry, it's time, because you're selling yeah. time. Yeah. So you need yeah. to know how much time you're selling and where your peaks and troughs are in that respect. So I mean, you can look at these KPIs in all different routes, in all different ways, but ultimately those are the main KPIs I think are important. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Paul. All it's right. been My a pleasure. pleasure to chat to you today. Okay, and, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you for coming all in. All right, thanks very much. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Stretch Zone podcast. Why not subscribe and get updates when a new episode is released?